as we look into the New Testament. Today we'll be reading from the book of Acts, chapter 23, verses 11 through 35. And we'll be reading about opportunity. Paul's nephew lived in the city, and by the providence of God, he discovered the Jewish plot. Only the Lord could have worked that out. We don't know the details. We never know what friend or relative God will use to help us. And we'll read about authority. Paul had the protection of 472 Roman soldiers, and the entire authority of the government was behind him. The Romans did not give Paul a fair hearing, but God still used them to protect Paul and get him to Rome because that was God's ultimate plan, to get Paul to Rome. Well, let's see how the story unfolds as we begin our reading today in the New Testament. July 5th, the New Testament, Acts chapter 23, verses 11 through 35. That night the Lord appeared to Paul and said, Be encouraged, Paul. Just as you have been a witness to me here in Jerusalem, you must now preach the good news in Rome as well. The next morning a group of Jews got together and bound themselves with an oath not to eat or drink until they had killed Paul. There were more than forty of them in the conspiracy. They went to the leading priests and elders and told them, We have bound ourselves with an oath to eat nothing until we have killed Paul. So you and the high council should ask the commander to bring Paul back to the council again. Pretend you want to examine his case more fully. We will kill him on the way. But Paul's nephew, his sister's son, heard of their plan and went to the fortress and told Paul. Paul called for one of the Roman officers and said, Take this young man to the commander. He has something important to tell him. So the officer did, explaining, Paul, the prisoner, called me over and asked me to bring this young man to you because he has something to tell you. The commander took his hand, led him aside, and asked, What is it you want to tell me? Paul's nephew told him, Some Jews are going to ask you to bring Paul before the high council tomorrow, pretending they want to get some more information. But don't do it. There are more than forty men hiding along the way, ready to ambush him. They have vowed not to eat or drink anything until they have killed him. They are ready now, just waiting for your consent. Don't let anyone know you told me this, the commander warned the young man. Then the commander called two of his officers and ordered, Get two hundred soldiers ready to leave for Caesarea at nine o'clock tonight. Also take two hundred spearmen and seventy mounted troops. Provide horses for Paul to ride, and get him safely to Governor Felix. Then he wrote this letter to the governor. From Claudius Lysias to His Excellency Governor Felix, Greetings. This man was seized by some Jews, and they were about to kill him when I arrived with the troops. When I learned that he was a Roman citizen, I removed him to safety. Then I took him to their high council to try to learn the basis of the accusations against him. I soon discovered the charge was something regarding their religious law, certainly nothing worthy of imprisonment or death. But when I was informed of a plot to kill him, I immediately sent him on to you. I have told his accusers to bring their charges before you. So that night, as ordered, the soldiers took Paul as far as Antipatris. They returned to the fortress the next morning, while the mounted troops took him on to Caesarea. When they arrived in Caesarea, 
They presented Paul and the letter to Governor Felix. He read it, and then asked Paul what province he was from. Cilicia, Paul answered. I will hear your case myself when your accusers arrive, the governor told him. Then the governor ordered him kept in the prison at Herod's headquarters. Today we're reading from Psalm chapter 3, verses 1 through 8. If worry keeps you from getting a good night's sleep, well, Psalms 3 and 4 are what you need. Both Psalms were probably written when David was exiled from Jerusalem because his son Absalom had stolen the kingdom. How was David able to sleep when he was in such danger? The enemy was against him, but David knew that God was for him. How about you? Do you know that deep down in your heart? Do you have that kind of relationship with the Lord? Do you know that God is for you? God surrounds you, He sustains you, and He saves you continually. When people discourage you, God lifts up your head and keeps you going. Did you know that God never sleeps? I mean, we accept that intellectually, but when you really begin to think about that fact, it is mind-blowing. God lives in the eternal now, never sleeps. So uh, why should you stay awake and worry? Trust the Lord. He's in control. If you can't sleep, don't count sheep. Talk to the shepherd. Psalm chapter 3, verses 1 through 8. A Psalm of David, regarding the time David fled from his son Absalom. O Lord, I have so many enemies, so many are against me. So many are saying God will never rescue him. Interlude. But you, O Lord, are a shield around me. You are my glory, the one who holds my head high. I cried out to the Lord, and he answered me from his holy mountain. I lay down and slept, yet I woke up in safety, for the Lord was watching over me. I am not afraid of ten thousand enemies who surround me on every side. Arise, O Lord, rescue me, my God. Slap all my enemies in the face. Shatter the teeth of the wicked. Victory comes from you, O Lord. May you bless your people. Interlude Proverbs chapter 18, verses 14 and 15 The human spirit can endure a sick body, but who can bear a crushed spirit? Intelligent people are always ready to learn. Their ears are open for knowledge.